pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's John Bozica, 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. Here on 1480 WHBC. John Bozica, 1480 WHBC. So recently in the state house, there was a house bill, and, and I was given the details on this by state representative in uh, Thomas West, who regularly joins the program and obviously represents this district here in Canton. Um, House Bill 157, though, and this has to do with uh, a couple of different things, but mainly it's to modify municipal income tax rules, um, COVID work from home as well. It's it's kind of there's a lot built into it to talk more about this because it, it will end up impacting Canton. We go to the phone line and we bring in the Canton City Treasurer and Kim Perez. Kim, how are you this morning? John, well, how are you? Good, doing well, sir. Doing well. Um, House Bill 157, can you give us a more detailed idea of this so that my listeners have a better view of it and so that even I have a better view of it, Kim? Okay, well, House Bill 157 and its companion bill, Senate Bill 97, basically is trying to take away something they gave us when uh, COVID first started, which was in House Bill 197, Section 29. And that allowed us to still collect income tax from people working from home that normally be working in the city of Canton. So it allowed the cities to go ahead and still collect the income tax until 30 days after the, the health pandemic was over, which they passed the Senate bill earlier this year that the date would be somewhere around August 23rd. And um, what they're trying to do is reverse what they did, which could have an effect on the city up to anywhere from six to $8 million, depending. I mean, it's hard to really tell who all is working from home. They don't report that to us. We really don't know, but we do get, questions for refunds and we're not denying them we're putting them hold until the court case gets done right now there was a court case in columbus where someone appealed it we won that court case as a city as cities we won it but now it's being appealed to appeals court so we're just holding all those refund requests and uh, holding here to see what's gonna gonna happen but as far as the house bill 157 they want us to, uh, they want the people to be able to go back and claim since the beginning of the pandemic refunds. Well, that's kind of hard for us as a city because they already told us that we were allowed to collect the refund. We already budgeted refund. We already counted into our revenue. The books are closed and now they want us to give the money back something that we never planned on. So really, they're making it difficult for the cities to even survive when they want to go back on something they already passed and and move forward trying to 
give refunds to everybody. I think the pandemic's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. No one knew it was coming. It's not a man-made. I mean, it's it was a disease that was contagious that no one knew how to deal with, and I think what they did was the best way to deal with it for the cities and stuff to be able to help our our people and be able to provide as much service as we possibly could to the citizens of Canton. So on one hand, they did something good. Now they wanted to take it away. And that's what House Bill 157, it takes it away, and it will put us in a hole, and then we'll have to decide how to climb out of that hole. And the state really has an easy time doing it. They did it with a undivided local government fund. They took it away. They, they love taking money away from municipalities, and they tell us, well, you know, you have the ability to raise taxes. Why are they putting all the raising taxes onto the local municipalities when they just balance theirs by taking things away from us? I mean, there, there's got to be a compromise in this bill, and I hope that the Senate and the House really looks at this bill closely and sees what damage it does to the city of Canton, Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Parma, every city and village that has an income tax, because it basically puts us in harm's way. Did that help you a little bit? It did. It did. So the question I have for you now after all of that is what comes next then for everything? What comes next for the city of Canton and for other cities in the same situation now, Kim? Well, we're part of the Ohio Municipal League. In fact, my chief deputy sits on their committee of taxes, and they're very much involved in, in lobbying the opposite way against this bill. We're also waiting for the court case, the appeals to go through, and there's a couple other cases out there, too. So we're, we're just kind of in a wait-and-see what's going to pass, what's not going to pass. But in the meanwhile, we're being active with this state, Ohio Municipal League, trying to, to offset some of these things by, by speaking against it and letting them know what damage it'll do to the cities and villages that do have income taxes. So we're, we're on the defense there, and we're just kind of sitting back and waiting to make sure the court's we win the next appeals case. I'm, I'm figuring it'll go to the Supreme Court, but we're kind of like in a holding pattern on that. Kim Perez is my guest, Canton City Treasurer this morning. Kim, you mentioned something that was interesting, and, and I feel like we've done this with a lot of things, and I guess I wanted to get your thoughts on this, but you said this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, the pandemic, and I feel like so many times we've rushed to get back to what life was before can you just explain to people why doing that when it comes to things like taxes and funding for a city, why that is so hard to do right now, and, and why treating this as a once-in-a-lifetime thing is okay? Well, the city runs according to revenue and budget. So when you project your revenue, this happened after the budgets were passed, everything was passed. They went in and created their House Bill 197, which gave us the ability to do such, which then allowed us to go ahead and keep everybody working, uh, keep everybody moving forward, the city moving forward, all cities moving forward, and being able to budget with the anticipation of receiving that revenue. If they wouldn't have passed 197, 
then those cuts would have been made way back in March in order to survive whatever the fallout would have been. But to do it after the fact, after they already have the revenue and the budget and the fiscal year is ended, it's like it's asinine. I mean, to ask someone to say, okay, we said you could spend this, but now you can't because we want you to return all the money. I mean, it just doesn't make any logic or sense to anybody that's in the financing world. Kim Perez, Canton City Treasurer. Kim, I appreciate the time this morning and uh, appreciate the insight on this, helping myself understand it and helping my listeners understand it as well and look forward to having you on again in the future. Well, thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye.